Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Well, we talked a few minutes ago about the final play of the Dallas Cowboys game and how uh, when things like this happen to teams like the Cowboys, we get rule changes, right? We get rule changes in Major League Baseball when things happen to the Yankees. And while the game ended fairly for Dallas, uh, it ended the way it should be, uh, is it really right that an official has trouble spotting a ball and the game ends that way? Not really. And it happened to the Cowboys, so we could wind up getting a rule change. But... The other part of this is that, and this is what's driven me crazy, Mike, the last 24 hours, is that all the criticism of, why did the Cowboys just throw a Hail Mary? What are they doing running the ball and trying to, why don't they throw a Hail Mary? There's 14 seconds left. This is such a load of crap, 
right? Because what this is, is this is the worst part of media and social media where it was no matter what decision the Cowboys made, if it didn't result in a touchdown, people were going to say that was the wrong move. Because I guarantee you, if the Cowboys with 14 seconds left try to throw two Hail Marys, the same people that are going, what are they trying to run with Dak running for a first down? There's so much, not much time left. The same people are saying, why are the Cowboys throwing two Hail Marys? You had 14 seconds. Try to run a play to get down to the 25-yard line and then run to the end. That's such a load of crap because that's exactly what would have happened. This is, I don't really have an opinion one way or the other, but whatever they do, I'm going to say is wrong. Everybody would want their team with 14 seconds left. You run a play. You try to get down and you spike the football and you try to get one more play. And if Dak Prescott handed the ball to the official, if the official doesn't trip, they spike the ball, they have one more play from the 25-yard line. Now, does it mean it's going to be a touchdown? You still need to make a play from the 25-yard line. But the, the fact is the Cowboys made the right decision. We can get up the middle and, and get a bunch of yards and not just force a, a chuck up in the air for a final play or two for a Hail Mary. Cowboys made the right call. It just didn't work out. It happens. Time runs out. That's what happens at the end of football games. Most teams lose games that are close because time runs out. It's not like this is a new thing where, boy, I, I, I thought the first team to 30 was going to win, but look, the time ran out. Uh, no, this is how it goes. And the games have ended this way, but it's the Dallas Cowboys, and we always want to say what they did is wrong. And the Cowboys did this, what Mike McCarthy did was wrong, and Dak Prescott stinks, and all's wrong. But the call right there, I mean, we get to Dak Prescott, but the call right there, <laughs> yeah, that was a fine call to make, and it just, they, they missed it by a second. That happens in the NFL. See, I'm feeling like it's a, a mean Gene Okerlund kind of opening, and that I'm going to be the wrestler crashing in to, well, talk about Dak Prescott in a moment. But as for the play itself, obviously we're all watching it going, all right, how are they getting to the edge? Are they Because they were able to move the ball pretty fast. So, you know, bad job by uh, San Francisco in the way they played defense on the first three plays of that drive. All right, very easy for the Cowboys to get the first down, chunk yardage, and get out of bounds. And then you have this play call. Uh, and you can't even argue, hey, the 49ers defender didn't lay on top of deck too long or anything. It just comes down to the officials. But I think by that point in the game, to your point, the expectations for this offense, right? You do it all the time. Look, it's Zeke and Pollard. Zeke, who averaged, what, one yard uh, per carry before contact? That's not good. Uh, The offensive line and all the false starts. Like, there's so many other reasons that they lost. But to have it come down to the final minute just makes it better theater. And really, you get to pull out the bullhorn and do one of those Bart Simpson where he connected like 97 of them. And then licked his lips and went, testing. And then everything broke. That's kind of what this final minute was here, is that it, it was all building up all day of look how inefficient this is. Look at the dumb penalty after dumb penalty. And I say that. I don't like usually uh, throwing out the word dumb, but that many pre-snap penalties, you're a professional football team for crying out loud. <laughs> Come on now. Um, and that's on both sides of the ball. You understand what, the, what a neutral zone is, I think. Uh, once you get to playing professional football. But all of it mounting and and setting up that type of ending, sure, as soon as it didn't work, it became the, all right, here's the 37 different variations of what I would have done. (laughs) And now I get to cut and paste the three paragraphs that I'd already written about firing anybody whose name isn't Quinn. 
<laughs> Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Now, look, this is the big thing about the Cowboys. And I can already sense the theme of the night tonight is going to be uh, what quarterbacks do we need to start recalibrating what their ceiling is and what they can accomplish in their NFL careers, right? Why did the Cowboys lose this game? Because everything I've told you about Dallas is true. They can't grind out wins when they can't be front runners. When Dallas can get 14 points in the first quarter and Dak can go up and down the field, that offense is humming along and there's nothing they can't do, right? They're feeling confident. They're feeling great. They can make all the plays. They're running downhill. Oh, it's, it's sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows for the Cowboys. But when things get difficult, they can't grind out games. Once the Niners got up 10-0, I said, crap, I'm going to miss picking this game because the Niners are going to win because the Niners were able to punch the Cowboys in the face and the Cowboys struggled to get back into the game and move the football because they can't grind games out. They can't do it. And the thing that stands in their way is how they measure and how good they think Dak Prescott is as a quarterback. Dak is in year seven. Not year two, not year three, not a great rookie year. He is in year seven. He's a good quarterback. He has a lot of talent around him. He is not Tom Brady. He is not Aaron Rodgers. He is not Patrick Mahomes. He is not a quarterback that is going to will you to victory. He is not someone that's going to say, hey, in a week and a game, that's a big game that we can't get anything going. I will do it. I will get out of the pocket and make plays with my legs. I will make the throws into tight windows. He's not that guy. He's someone who will succeed when he's got a lot of great weapons around him. He's got a great offensive line. He's got two good running backs. He's got three good receivers. Uh, Yeah, when things go okay, he'll go okay. But he's not that kind of quarterback. He is not special enough. This doesn't mean that Dak Prescott's never going to get to a Super Bowl, but when you need it all to go right to win, is Dak, maybe if he makes it to one, that's a successful career for him. Because he's good, but he's not special. You look at the quarterbacks that make it and move on in the playoffs, they're all teams that have quarterbacks that can make big plays. Josh Allen, I know, is going to make a big play when it comes down to it. Russell Wilson, when the Seahawks are good, as I know, is going to make a big play when it comes down to it. I know what's going to happen for him. I know what's going to happen for Rodgers. I know what's going to happen for Brady. I know what's going to happen for Mahomes. It's not going to happen with Dak Prescott because he's not special enough. He's good, and I'm not saying he's not. And you're paying a guy $42 million, you want a little bit more than, yeah, he's good because he has guys around him that when they score right out out of the gate in the game, they can play well. But he's not special. They can't grind it. So to think what Dak's ceiling is, if he gets to one Super Bowl, that may be overachieving because there's no way in year seven with the team that he has had and the offenses he's had and the weapons he's had, he hasn't gotten close to one. So is he going to get there? Probably not. And if he gets to one, that's about all you can expect. But if you told me Dak Super Bowls for his career and you put the over-under at a half, I'm going to take the under. My guy, you are preaching to the choir. This is what I've been standing, caged, waiting since this game ended uh, to be saying. Remember when for two years, as everybody said, they're going to regret not paying this guy? And I'm like, if they decided he wasn't their guy yet and they want to take their time with franchise tags or whatever – then they're not convinced. And you know what? Maybe they were right to not be convinced, to not to acquiesce. And his telling statement, and we haven't even addressed it at all, talking about trash being thrown and, oh, it's awful, whatever, and then it was at the officials in, you know, he more or less, well, okay then, uh, more or less. Like, that tells you all you need to know. 
you played a, a craptastic game. Talked about all the penalties, the near misses, the assembly of talent on both sides of the ball. Dan Quinn, who, if you listen to reports, could basically sit there and be the freaking bachelor with the number of people that want him to come and be their coach. And this is the end game. This is what you have with that great assembly of talent and him as your trigger man. Look, the ankle doesn't stand up anymore, right? You can't use that as an excuse. He played. Shoulder, all of the stuff in the beginning of the season. It doesn't matter. You played. You got to this point. And then to have that effort and then add on top of that in basically endorsing the trash bag effort of your fans throwing stuff at an official and trying to make that part of the excuse and them the scapegoat. No, the under is coming in. You're never winning with this guy. He is the weekend's biggest loser. (laughs) Now, look, could I see the Cowboys one year getting all of it right and getting there? Yeah, because that's what happened with the Panthers and, and Cam Newton. One year it all went right, and they had home field, and Cam got there. But then that was it. Can I see that potentially for him? Yeah, I'm not going to say the Cowboys can't because, look, the Cowboys have clearly done a good job putting talent together. Any team that puts talent together, okay, I always feel good about. But, I mean, you look at what happens to them. You look at how easily they go from a team that two weeks in a row look like this is the best offense in the NFL, and then it's, boy, this team looks like they're going to have trouble even scoring 16 points. And then it gets to the playoffs, and you know what happens. And Dak had a very subpar game, and they couldn't put points up on the board. He's just not that good, and Dallas has misjudged what his ceiling is. I mean, I'll, I'll take under. Is Dak ever going to make a Super Bowl? I, 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 don't, I don't say never, but if you're asking me to bet and put my money on, I will say he will end his career with zero Super Bowls. And we'll look at well, him and go, boy, he kind of did what Romo did. He put up a lot of stats, and it was exciting, and the Cowboys State America's team, but in the end, the Cowboys are going, oh, how many playoff wins have we had since Barry Switzer resigned as the head coach? We're still going to be having those conversations. Wasn't he your MVP? He had it. I told you, beginning of the season, he had everything he needed to be the MVP. He had the attention. He had the contract. He had the storyline. He had a great offense. He had everything, and Dak Dak still couldn't take advantage of that. And you blew it! He had it all. He blew it. I'm telling you, you could have walked in backwards, Jack, from Vegas, but you blew it! Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Joining us now on the hotline, CBS Sports NFL insider extraordinaire. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lockenfora. That is Jason Lockenfora. Uh, Jason, you only have 46 less yards passing than Kyler Murray tonight. You're having a good night. I am, and I'm just getting warmed up, so who knows? <laughs> at this point, though, Odell Beckham is the second best quarterback on the field, so that's oh. probably. Not ideal for Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona football Cardinals. How many times do you think that's been sent to Baker Mayfield in the last 25 minutes? Yeah, might get around. Well, and Billy Bean. (laughs) Billy Bean and Baker Mayfield getting all this. Hey, look, just so you know, Kyler might want, after tonight, he may want to be able to uh, go back to the A's. Uh, Yeah, that spring spring training invite, assuming we even have spring training. That's that's, that's so out there for me, boss. What do you mean? There's a lockout? Ah, forget it. We got a lockout. Uh, You know, the thing about Kyler Murray, yes, obviously the playoffs are a different thing. Mm -hmm. But Kyler Murray... This is his third year in the league, and he's kind of settled into being a 25-touchdown, 10-to-12-interception quarterback. The image of Kyler Murray 
is better than the dynamic image that people think he has. They just don't put enough points on the board. He just, he has great no, games, don't. but he has games where he really looks ordinary. And if we say about Lamar Jackson, hey, man, this may be as good as it gets. Could this be as good as it gets for Kyler Murray? Well, Kyler Murray should aspire to ever get as good as Lamar Jackson got because I'm old enough to remember him being a unanimous MVP as a 22-year-old who had only started half a season and was picked at the end of the first round, not the first pick of the first round. So I think we need to be clear about that. And I would say as much as people got on Lamar Jackson for his first playoff appearance as a raw rookie who took over in week nine and spent half that week in the hospital uh, getting IVs because he was that sick and didn't even really practice and then came in and faced the Bengals in a must-win game and won and then pretty much won until he faced the Chargers again in the playoffs and even then rallied them to make it a one-score game. He never peed down his leg like this. you know. And then people were all over him about the loss against Tennessee where he produced like 515 yards of offense. But, yeah, he's the reason they lost to Tennessee. Yeah. Or it could be that Marlon Humphrey got beat on a double move early and they had no answers on defense. and Yeah, so whatever. But this, um, this is a bit of a referendum on Kyler and Cliff. And they're tied at the hip and they came in together and you didn't get one without the other. And guess what? If Arizona doesn't have the first overall pick in that draft to take Kyler Murray, this whole thing with Cliff probably doesn't happen. But it did. And – like, we can sit here and talk about, well, they lost DeAndre Hopkins. Well, I mean, Tennessee lost Derrick Henry in, like, you know, Halloween, and they're the one seed in the AFC. So you have to be able to adjust. You have to be able – they've drafted – look, they, they, I wouldn't have paid, you know, A.J. Green, but they did. Um, you look at all the, you know, Christian Kirk and the draft capital they put in to pass catchers, and it's got to be better than this. I mean, this is abject failure. And – the problem with the Arizona Cardinals is each of these years, as the sample has expanded, they've gotten smaller. They've gotten less creative. They've gotten less innovative. They've gotten less productive. They've gotten less efficient. They've gotten less effective. And when they play big boy teams, they really tend to come up small. So I think there's a lot of good questions to be asked. And you've got these two. You know, now both with sort of their hands out because they can be paid now, right? I mean, you, you know, you, you saw all the stuff. Oh, Oklahoma, you know, they might really make a lot of Kingsbury. Like in the middle of the season, he's going to leave them to go to Oklahoma. But whatever, those are the games that were being played in the media. Um, and now you've got a situation where Kyler's three years in and he could be extended. I I don't know, man. I I think the verdict is out on both, and if if I'm running a franchise, I'd have reservations about doubling down. I think Kyler will be is and and will continue to be a a winning NFL quarterback, but is he going to be a Super Bowl winning playoff quarterback? I I, I don't know. All right, so I'm firing Kingsbury. Uh, Is Mike McCarthy going to go out with him too? Wow, he should. But, you know, will Jerry Jones do it or not? I think a lot of it's going to depend on, frankly, the situations with his coordinators. And Dan Quinn's getting a job. And Kellen Moore has no business getting a job. Like, let's just be real. You know what I mean? He's 33. What has he really done besides, like, telling awesome stories and production meetings and getting people in the media, like, super fired up about him. And, you know, Jerry believes in him, and that's all that matters. But, like, 
I just have never seen this whole, like, he's a immediate rock star head coach thing. I haven't seen it. I'm not even sure he's that good of a play caller. But, you know, 25, whatever, he's got what? He already interviewed with Jacksonville. He's got three or four more interviews. There's only 32 teams in the league. So Jerry's going to lose his defensive coordinator unless he figures out a way to keep him, which would probably only involve making him the head coach. And he may lose his offensive coordinator, too, who you and I would probably say, well, okay, so what? (laughs) But he made McCarthy keep this guy two years ago because that's what he thought of him then, and he played for Jerry, and we know how that goes. I can remember you know, when Jason Garrett played for him, and then Jason Garrett coached for him, and then he did whatever. He moved heaven and earth not to, to have Jason Garrett not take the Ravens job which ended up being a great thing for Baltimore because they hired Harbaugh, you know, and paid him a boatload of money and said, wait a year or two, you're going to be my guy, you're the next man up. And that eventually happened. And that produced nothing in the playoffs, but so be it. So I think they're at a crossroads. And if I mean, look at McCarthy with these guys, right, who both are in demand, whatever you may think of them. It's been rough. Imagine him, okay, we're going to stay with him, and then we're going to find two other dudes to do this. And, like, could he go get Mike Zimmer, you know, or Vic Fangio if he pays enough money? Sure. And you might be okay on defense. Um, but I, I, I think that you got to let this thing play out a little bit. And I know people who know Jerry very well who were talking to him in October, November, December, and he's dead set on thinking this is a Super Bowl or bust team, and if we don't get where we need to go – you know, that I may have to shake things up, and we'll see. CBS Sports NFL insider Jason Locke and for our guest here, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, now, moving over now to the Patriots, right? They were on the express train to the playoffs, and everything was great. Mac Jones was fantastic, and then, well, the second half of the season happened. Um, how do you assess things for New England right now? Is Mac Jones a guy you can really build on who, oh, my God, he's going to be Tom Brady? Or is Mac Jones, well, well, the guy's a pretty good game manager, and let's start getting some big-time weapons around him. I, I don't think Mac Jones played horribly in this game at all. I think he was undone by a lot of drops early. And for his first playoff game to be in that just raucous, crazy environment, on a day where nobody showed up on his defense and not a whole lot of people showed up on his offensive line and receivers and running backs and tight ends are dropping balls. And, you know, did John o. Smith play in that game? I don't know. Like, you know, I, 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 allegedly he had like 18 snaps, but I don't remember any of them. Um, and that's where they were. You know what I mean? And yeah, I thought the kid was, 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 Far and away, not the reason they lost the game. Now, do I think he has a limited upside? Yes. Do I think the hype train on him got way out of control, way too fast? Yes. Do I think he needs more help? Absolutely. Do I think he's in good hands with Josh McDaniels? Definitely. But they better find a pass rush some way, somehow. I mean, Vinovich looks like a bust. Uche looks like a bust. Judon, through 12 weeks, was in my top five for defensive player of the year. He got five pressures and no sacks his final five games. Like, that thing fell apart. And he only played 22 of 56 snaps last night and was benched for a lot of the second half. And he was benched in the second half the week before. So the defense was toothless. They couldn't run the ball at all. Um, And I think all things considered, Mac Jones held up okay. Now, 
is he going to be a transcendent quarterback? I don't think so. But that doesn't mean they can't do good things with him, but they they still have a ways to go. And when they were really humming along during that seven-game winning streak, they were running it down people's throats with multiple backs, and they were a very opportunistic uh, defense that was getting pressure that you couldn't really run on. Um, and and they had a couple of individuals, you know, J.C. Jackson and Judah in particular, both in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year. The, the moment that stopped being the case, the bottom fell out. And I, I think the way their season went had more to do with that than it did Mac Jones not looking, you know, generational under the circumstances he was put under. Jason, why, why wouldn't Ben Roethlisberger just say he was retiring? Why, why must we all be tormented? <laughs> oh, I, I, miss, I didn't even, I, 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 yeah, I, I didn't even know. Did he, uh, it doesn't matter what he said. I mean, he's, yeah, no, he just kind of danced. I, 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 I was I like, no team's going to end up uh, making him a guy. Or uh, bloviating about his future. I missed that. Well, you never know. You never know when, you know, a a different team will say, hey, uh, we're really desperate, but we know you're out in Pittsburgh, so we'll figure something else out. You never know. Yeah, I'm old enough to remember three weeks ago where he somehow won a game against the Browns in which he averaged 2.67 yards per attempt. (laughs) attempt. I'm old enough to remember last night when he had 14 attempts for 24 yards in the first half of a playoff game in the, <laughs> in the NFL, in professional football. This wasn't Pop Warner. This wasn't Pee Wee. Um, yeah, it's, we all know it's over. Well, look, that's why we talked to you, because now this is like the third thing in the interview you're old enough to remember, because you, you can help people out that aren't, you know? Yeah, the, the, I know. It's me. My memory ain't what it used to be. <laughs> but that, I know. He's on Twitter at Jason Lockenfora. That is at Jason Lockenfora. Hey, if, if you're unfamiliar with trends in the NFL in the last eight weeks, Jason Lockenfora is your guy. Jay, as always, buddy, appreciate your time, my friend. We'll talk Thanks, to you next gentlemen. week. See you, Enjoy Jason. the second half of this debacle. Yeah. <laughs> Mercifully, I'm going to start drinking like uh, The Rock did after that pick six, and he picked up the full bottle of Terramana and just took uh-huh. a, a really big draw from that. Uh Mm. I, I was going to ask about the Bengals, but I figured that was going to be a much longer, intricate answer, and I figured oh. I could get a good laugh out of just throwing uh, Ben yeah. Roethlisberger on the old barbecue one. Oh, sure, down. sure, yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. So make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever get your podcast from there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER 
Mike, let me just let me let me just say this because you know there, there was a question I had coming off the games from this weekend that that I, I I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm still trying to figure out because I was told by so many people in the middle of the season, so many people that that couldn't wait to say glowing things about this one player, and I'm 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 kind of I'm I'm kind of surprised. I'm, Are you doing not, your half-assed New England Patriots not, nonsense again? It's 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 that is it's, this it, where you're going? No, it, it, it's that I, I I was I was told that Mac Jones was going to be better and already was better than Tom Brady at his age. Some of the things he was doing was amazing, like finding receivers when they're open by 10 yards. Some of the things he was doing was so far advanced to what Tom Brady was able to do. I mean, he, he was he was yards and yards ahead of Tom Brady by this point. I, I don't understand because what happened was the second part of the season happened. And I said that Mac Jones is just a guy. And when he throws 190 yards and two touchdowns, it's not an unbelievable game. It's just an okay game. And Mac Jones, the last six weeks, was seven touchdowns and seven picks. Zach Wilson was better than Mac Jones the last seven weeks of the season. It's true. You may not well, like it. Well, it's easy to but play with no pressure. But uh, right, it is. But still, you know, look, look, Zach Wilson had everybody trouble. just got to throw. Right. Hey, you know what, Zach? Just just get the ball off without taking a sack. Yeah, but the thing is, Zach, Zach Wilson and Mac Jones no no don't know different ways to play the game yet. Like Zach Wilson's still playing every game like this is the this is BYU in a bowl game. He doesn't know. Hey, okay, certain games I don't want to get hurt. I need yeah, to progress. I'm I need joking, to do things. But, yeah, no, I get it. But for Mac but look, Jones, obviously, there's, it was better. There's different yeah. game plans. There's different. Times where, hey, we, we need you to throw the ball, and other times, hey, if Buffalo's going to continue to shoot themselves in the foot, we're just going to keep handing the ball off, and let's just keep doing this at budget. <laughs> so whenever you start doing, you know, dollar cost averaging and all and everything, we do we always have to take that one with a grain of salt. Stephon Diggs or Dawson Knox makes one play, and Mac Jones actually has to throw the ball, and maybe there's another uh, piece for the evaluation process. To your point, I, I thought he played – fine. I mean, they were bad all around. They just got obliterated against the Bills. They were not in the same class. And the fact that someone then asked Bill Belichick uh, about, you know, is it you know safe to say that you'll be back for another? I was like, yeah, you can assume that <laughs> or something to that effect, right? The usual glib one-liner. But yeah, I think Mac Jones will be fine. I think, uh, you know, as we talked with Jason Lockenfora earlier, you know, Johnny Smith was nothing. It's kind of like watching the Arizona offense out here tonight. Do you have a number one receiver? No. I mean, Kendrick Bourne was good in spots, but do you really have a number one? You spent $15 million on Nelson Aguilar. Did, did you really see him as anything more than a 2B player in his career? No. But all of a sudden, he's because he's the highest paid guy, there's your number one. Go get it. Uh, so not exactly a perfect roster, and, and that sounds like excuse making, but it's still, you know, in year one, getting to the playoffs, I think you'll take that when it seemed like you were going to be in a long rebuild in the post-Tom Brady world. Yeah, no, but like, but you're right. It, it's, it was a big jump for the Patriots because I told you they would improve their roster this year and Belichick would have. I thought they'd go to the AFC title game. They made the playoffs. Okay, but – they peaked in the game against Buffalo, and that's why I picked Buffalo this week. I didn't think Buffalo would do what they did against them. But for Mac Jones, and it's not like, oh, Mac Jones lost the game. Look, Buffalo pitched a perfect game. Seven drives, seven touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, in no, a kneel down. Not a whole but, lot you can do there. 
But I told you in the middle of the season, Mac Jones is a game manager. I get that the media so wants him to be Tom Brady that you know, when, 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 the, when the daytime shows, I, I laugh and I cringe that you think you're out there. You know, these are people that played football for a living. They're like, Mac Jones is doing things that Tom Brady never did. What, what are you talking about, man? He's a game manager. He's, he, he's in the middle of the pack when it comes to quarterback rating, right? He threw 22 touchdowns this year. He threw for 3,800 yards. He doesn't throw for fourth thousand yards when everybody throws for four thousand yards he's limited his ceiling is limited he's just a guy he's not great he's not gonna win passing titles he's not suddenly gonna throw for 40 touchdowns he's gonna be Aaron Rodgers he's just a guy he's a game manager the attention was overblown and you look at all the talk after the game you just said oh well John U. Smith wasn't there you're really gonna sit here and tell me if John U. Smith was that that it's his fault it's not Matt no, no, Jones no, 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 no. You're but, about but John my U. point Smith. is here's the here's the money you, you spent. Know? And did you spend it wisely, right? Mm. So you took shots, and then the roster construction clearly is not, uh, at least on the offensive side, who scares you in that offense? The run game when it's working well, right? Pass catchers, Hunter Henry. I mean, congratulations, he stayed healthy through a season. So that was the back and forth, because Frostburg tried to get all chesty uh, in the back and forth that uh, Hunter Henry had with Mac Jones at the end of the game. And... uh, you know, I had to shoot back, you know, hey, Mac Jones could say, if you'd stayed healthy, you would have been catching passes from Justin Herbert this year. <laughs> but that's a whole other thing for another time. Uh, sorry, Frostburg had to air it out. It, it is what it is. We, we must chuckle uh, at one another. No, I, I think he's a guy with, with some upside. I don't think the ceiling's as high. But remember, for all their uh, big accomplishments, when you start talking about yardage and touchdowns, uh, right now Mac Jones is only down one nothing. To a couple of the quarterbacks you mentioned on that list. Well, but when, when it comes when all the, when, for the things that matter. When, yeah, but look, when all the talk is that, oh, you got right after, well, you got to get Mac Jones more weapons. Okay, did we ever really talk about, boy, Tom Brady doesn't have enough weapons. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have enough weapons. No, the great question. No, Patrick it Mahomes. wasn't that. No, that was the barking point for Aaron Rodgers for the last year. For most winning, of his lap dogs in the MVP. For, yeah, yeah, but for MVP, most of his right. lap dogs in the media, that was the thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, look at They don't give him any help at all. They got yet, yet all these guys are, out. you got Devontae Adams, who you could argue is the best receiver in the game, and a yeah. bunch of guys that they've drafted in the second or third round time sure. after time. But Bill no, Schroeder's he's got good. nothing yeah. there. No, no, all those guys, okay. James Lofton, they got good, they got good, they got some good guys there. Now, look, when the first thought is, oh, Matt Jones is so great, but you got to go get him weapons. No, that's not the case now. You wouldn't have to worry about getting weapons if he was that great. So I, I wish people would just stop because it was ridiculous when it was overblown, but nobody could, could contain themselves. Boy, I think we'll get clicks if I say Matt Jones is the greatest rookie quarterback <laughs> in NFL history, right? Justin Herbert had 10 times the rookie year that Matt Jones had last year, but because it was, it was in New England, and it was after Tom Brady was, oh, please let him beat Tom Brady. Like, people were lighting candles and, and worshiping at the altar. Oh, no, having a him into no, Tom there's no Brady question again. about it. He's just a guy, right? He's a guy. Can he win if you put guys around him? Yeah. You know who else can win if you put guys around him? Anybody else starting in the National Football League. If you well, put no, good players around him, they can win. Hey, 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 tell Dak Prescott that. <laughs> Ah! Well, oh, wait, wait. Okay, I don't have a microphone. It's a little further wait, wait, away right now, but wait, I'm going to do Jack this. Prescott. <laughs> yeah, if you drop your microphone, you're going to break it. And, well, it's and a headset, gonna... so I can't. Yeah, I do have this other one that's, that's pretty nice, but it's pretty expensive, sure one. Uh, okay. I'd rather not you know, drop that to the ground because that could be bad.
All right. No, no, don't do that because they, they'll make you pay. Fox will make you pay for it. 100%. Oh, no, this is one I own. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. That would, all right. that would have been my own. Okay. And oh, all right, so it would be right. money out of my pocket, okay. which is more important to me to not yeah. lose. Yeah. But I, I just want people, but I, I thought Mac Jones was Tom Brady. So I, I want people to please explain to me in the middle of the season why what, why that was the case. I, 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 I really want that. I want that. I, I really I, I, just wish he could have played some defense on Saturday. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, The gong ending the season for the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals, season's alive. Oh, wait a minute. The gong has sounded. They deserve the big hook from the gong show to take them off the stage (laughs) after that craptastic effort. Are you kidding me? Woo. Uh, And, you know, I remember, to borrow from Jason Locke and Fora, I remember when I was old enough to remember that the Cardinals and the Rams were both really struggling. And uh, who was going to win that game was going to be a toss-up. My goodness. Uh, This game was over early. The Rams get out to a 7-0 lead. Odell Beckham is doing his thing, and, and, and Matthew Stafford and he, because they're doing exactly what I said they had to do to avoid a lack of success, and that's as long as Matthew Stafford doesn't try to jam the ball deep to Odell Beckham, they'll be fine, because basically all the passes Matthew Stafford gets in trouble on, he's trying to throw it deep to Odell, and that's not who Odell is. Well, and you come out of the game and you just run the ball down their proverbial throats, right? uh, and, well, good things are going to happen. And Cam Akers, I mean, he's a medical marvel. Get that sports science back. I want to see what he did as rehab. I mean, that's me? at five and a half months when that's a year injury and he's back and he is physical. Uh, but look, you use Odell Beckham Jr. to be that chunk yardage guy from 12 to 18 to 22 yards. That's what Beckham is. And if he catches a handful of passes a game, that's what you want, right? That's Odell Beckham. As I always said if he's five and 60 every game for the Rams, that's a huge victory. Right, because with uh, with the other weapons they have at at, at receiver and tight end, uh, that's exactly what they need, and that's what they did early on with Odell, Matthew Stafford, another big run when they ran the ball down the Cardinals' throats. It's fourteen nothing, and the Cardinals need something, and this is where we get into the conversation about Kyler Murray. That's going to get a little bit awkward, but uh, with fourteen nothing lead, the Cardinals look like they get a first down. However. It also looked like it could have been an incomplete pass because the ball got jarred loose. Sean McVay challenges the ruling on the field, and instead of a first down, it is ruled incomplete. So now third and seven, Cardinals are backed up in the shadow of their end zone. They need to play. What they didn't need was this. Case Edmonds is the back next to Kyler. Takes the snap, sets the laces, bounces in the pocket, hit from behind, flips it forward. It is intercepted, intercepted, a pick six. David Long Jr. plucks it at the one. He's got an interception return for a touchdown. Rams Radio Network and clearly, TJ, not a long run by long for the touchdown. You could say it was a short run by long in the short run long is in the end zone and to say how he's doing long is in the end zone tj i, I really like thought you were gonna Lozier end up with now. yeah i was <laughs> the l for robert Lozier. <laughs> nicely done 
<laughs> hey, it's Robert uh, Loja. No, that was really well done. I really thought you were going to end up with Short Round eventually, a controversial mm. character of film's past, uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And the long kiss goodnight for Gina Davis and the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> now, now you're reaching a little bit. Although she's been doing a bunch of interviews, so maybe folks would remember her career uh, right now. Look, this, this play by Kyler Murray, you look at yourself and you say, what is he doing? Because the first thing he does is he holds onto the football in the end zone way too long, right? You can't do that. You can't hold onto the football that long in the end zone. I get he wants to make a play, but you can't do it because what happens is the pass rush gets to him, and he's going down. He doesn't want to take a safety, so he just tries to flick it, which long grabs the ball at the two-yard line, and it's a pick six. I mean, it's really, I got it. One step, I'm in the end zone. It's a pick six. It doesn't get any easier than that. And then it was 21 nothing, and that effect effectively ended the game. Now, while the Cardinals were looking for some kind of good tidings to put on the scoreboard before halftime, you know, maybe we get it to 21-7, things are better. Murray throws another pick when he really he throws a no-touch pass uh, out, of the, out of the backfield. It was, it was going to be a, a, a little screen pass, and it bounces off um, Connor and into the waiting arms of the Los Angeles Rams. And that pick right there tells you, oh, man, Kyler Murray's got to make a better throw than that. What is he trying to do? And that was the end of the game. And it's 21 nothing, and the game goes the way of the Rams. The Cardinals get a touchdown and a two-point conversion, but that's it. And now Kyler Murray is looking at this playoff game where he goes 19 out of 37 for 137 yards and a couple of picks. It's an uncomfortable conversation to have, but tonight seems to be the theme of what are the ceilings of the quarterbacks that we've seen play and potentially go home in the playoffs this year. And we told you about Mac Jones, right? Mac Jones is he is a he is he is just a game manager, man. He's well, that's a your game opinion. manager. Game that's man. just like that's your opinion, man. Year. Come on, man. You know, hey, hey, is this your homework? Is this your homework, Harmon? Yeah, yeah, is but, this your homework, but Harmon? at least you could say it. there's one year in and there's still potential for growth. Once you get past year three, now we have the, well, kind of conversations. After one year, I'll take what I got out of Mac Jones and hope that I can develop him. Kyler Murray, and I, how much of this is on his coach, though? Right, We've all seen the graphic. Cliff Kingsbury, once it hits uh, November 1st, he can't coach anymore. Well, His okay, teams you know, go to hell year after year yeah. after year. After I don't year. know why, because then the weather starts getting nicer in, in Arizona. You know, it's not so hot. That's so unbearably hot. You think, oh, the Cardinals are bad when it's really, really hot, but then the weather gets cooler. They get better. No, 9-17 and 17 under Kingsbury from October on, right? The Cardinals have started fast a couple of times, and they finished and just limped their way over the finish line. And the, the one common thread the past three years is Kyler Murray. And Murray, whose production in the first half of years has always been really good, right? Oh, MVP. And then the second half of the year, when the teams figure out what he's doing, uh, it's not so much. The image of Kyler Murray, uh, if you didn't know anything about him and you heard the media talking about Kyler Murray, you would think this guy, what, yeah, 40 touchdowns this year, like Matthew Stafford, right? You'd think Matthew Stafford would Stop have Stop like trying 18. to make Matthew Stafford happen. Like, if you heard the way the media didn't know anything about these players and say, hey, you heard the media talk about Matthew Stafford. What, what, what do you think his numbers are this year? Oh, I don't know, 16 touchdowns, 10 picks. He threw for 3,500 yards. No, 41 touchdowns, second in the league in yards. Uh, you'd think Kyler Murray was a guy that threw for 50 touchdowns and had 10 more running. 
Kyler Murray is not quite as dynamic as you think he is. He is not responsible for as much offense as you think he is. He doesn't throw for 4,000 yards. He has a little bit of trouble staying on the field this year, but it doesn't matter. He is kind of settled into being a quarterback that throws 25-ish touchdowns, turns a football over half that time. He's got a 2-to-1 touchdown-to-turnover ratio, and he's going to run the football a little bit. But... His quarterback rating is in the top 15, but he doesn't he doesn't put up numbers that make you go, oh my goodness. Well, this but last year he accounted for 37 touchdowns, though. He did, yeah, he did. Now, and what did he do this year in his in, in his year? Well, he missed he three games, and he was laboring on one leg without his he, number one wide receiver he, he, okay. and his top running back. If he took okay. a bunch of those touchdowns away off the ba- ground. Right now, Baker Mayfield is going, yeah, that's right. Ba- yeah, that's right. He was hurt. If he was hurt, he wouldn't be playing. No, no, I, no. But, the, but the point was you also had James Conner who siphoned off a lot of those touches in the, you know, the, the glory touches inside the five that were, you know, run calls for Murray a year ago. If you want to do stat padding, we can do that. Yeah, but that's okay. But but him as a quarterback. No, no, but you were citing stats, and guy. I'm just trying to make sure we're. He's kind of this guy. Well, I want people to understand that he's going to th- he throws about 25 touchdowns a year. That's mm-hmm. what that's what the, sure. the um, a middle of the pack quarterback does. He throws for not even 4000 yards. That's what a middle of the pack quarterback does. And and it it's it's not that it's not that he's terrible. It's not that oh my god, Kyler But if we have the conversation about guys like Lamar Jackson and Mac Jones and what the ceiling is because quarterbacks always get overhyped. And if the if the conversation we had about about Mac Jones is accurate and what we had about Lamar Jackson uh, Lamar's been in the league a while. What if this is just who he is? A guy that is is a tremendous talent that will put a lot of points on the board, but will also have a little bit of trouble staying healthy. And in big games, he can come up short. You can stop him. You can slow him down. At this point in his career, that's kind of who Lamar Jackson is. Now, Lamar Jackson's a better version of Kyler Murray, you know, a better player, certainly, because he has put up more numbers, does have an MVP. But we talk about Kyler Murray as an MVP candidate, and he's just not that guy. And maybe this is just who he is. This, Kyler Murray's a guy, this is what he's going to throw for. He's going to give you 4,000, a little bit less than 4,000 yards, 25 touchdowns. Uh, is that good enough to win some games and squeak into the playoffs every couple of years? Absolutely. You can win nine or ten games and get into the playoffs on that. 100% you can do that. But Kyler Murray, number one overall pick that was drafted to, hey, we're going to Super Bowls. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I see that from Kyler Murray. I see a lot of excitement, and I see some some big games at the end of the year. But I also see a lot of times where the guy struggles, and 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 he doesn't put the he does he doesn't put the points on the board that they need to to win games. I mean, you look at this Cardinals offense, and you would think, oh, they, they score like fifty points a week. No, they don't. They struggle. They struggle. They score 12, 16, 23, 22, 21. Uh, They have games like that. And usually they're in the second half of the season. And that's where you start to get figured out. And certain things you do happen. Murray is kept into the pocket a little bit more. Uh, Maybe not quite as much as, as, as you could because he still does get out a little bit and make some plays. But clearly his efficiency goes down the second half of the year. And if you want to blame the coaching, well, the coaching's doing it the first half, but he's not doing it the second half. Yes. Um, like I said, we got nine years in a row or whatever it is when you go back and add his college stats, right, uh, for what Kingsbury does in terms of adjustments. You know, we talk about game-to-game adjustments, right, at halftime. Clearly, second half of season, something happens. 
going all the way back to his college days, rips off big points and, and wins early and then failures late. There's got to be someone doing the statistical probability of all of that and trying to analyze exactly what the hell goes wrong because there's a long pattern going on there for him. Right, but the, but this is this is year three for for Kyler. Sure. This is year three of him being the same quarterback now he was year one. I've not seen any growth. I've not seen him become a better player. I've seen him kind of be the same player he always is. And this was the year to take that leap. Okay, now Kyler Murray, year three. You know, another year in Kingsbury's offense. All right, great. And the first half of the year looked really good. And the second half of the year was ooh boy, that was really rough. Um, I, like I said, this may be his ceiling, and this may just be who he is. Like I said, good enough to do some things and win games, get to the playoffs every couple of years, but suddenly is he the next great breakthrough quarterback in the NFL? I, I don't see that. I, I, I see a guy that, okay, I, I know kind of who he is, and I know how the seasons are going to go for him. Well, I think I look at it on a, a larger, larger scale, right? We talk about – some of the draft picks that are made behind him. And look, I know it's a Kyler Murray conversation, but let's take the whole team with him, right? As you go, the defense, when JJ Watt, who, as we talked about before the season, you were going to get half a year out of him. And that's really what you got. Uh, But when he was on the field, defense, obviously better. You talk about the draft picks that never saw the field based on decisions, time and some of his, professionalism or the lack thereof on off are issues. Uh, you're go- running with Christian Kirk as your number one, who I think we can all agree, much like many of the receivers in Baltimore have been, they're, they're not number one guys. You're, you're putting out jags and trying to say, all right, go win with these guys. This year, unfortunately, DeAndre Hopkins gets hurt. You know, it's the old, I'd love to see this. And everybody has attrition. Everybody has uh, injuries and protocols and whatever that beset their seasons. There's no question about it. For Kyler Murray, yeah, I mean, maybe it's just they're a contender every year. But I never hold where a guy's drafted against him. I can hold it against his GM, right? It's not his fault the team trades up. Or in the NBA, we always do, oh, that guy's such a bust. Look at all these guys that were stars behind him. Like, I don't know. He did something to convince the guys in the room he was the guy. <laughs> it's not his fault, right? This guy made $100 million. He's stealing. It's like, yeah, go ask your bosses if they got the true value out of you this year. You know, if this goes for any job. Sorry, folks. Let's be honest about what we're talking about here. The reality is you're, you're paid, and then you're, you're. it's not like you're saying, you know what, I, I can really Cadillac it now because, you know, I can. No, it's the NFL. You do that, you're getting laid out. Right. And problems happen. But but for Kyler Murray, the fact that he comes in and he's tied with Kingsbury and everybody expects, you know, you're off to see the wizard and it's going to be an easy run. No, I mean, it's certainly and and I I bring up the Kingsbury second half of season just because I think statistically and just for a larger sample size, it's interesting. It's not just three years in Arizona and that it does go back to the college days of, okay, what exactly happens? What do they catch on to and what isn't he doing? to evolve his game game plan as you flow uh, to tonight. I mean, it was just an abject failure. I mean, there's no, there's no cutting through, through it, right? You can't sugarcoat it any which way. He was terrible and made a couple of the worst decisions 
right? If you were going to rank all the decisions coaches and players made this year or this weekend, I should say, in our super wild card weekend and throw out anything of doing with officiating, those would probably be two of the worst five, right? If we were doing a nice little segment like that which we're not, but to just say that they were terrible and he's got to own those. So while I may absolve him for some of the sins, no, those he's got to say a couple of rosaries. Mm. Well, I just want to say this, but as, as, as we finish this conversation here, uh, Kelly Stafford called in telling us we had great takes a few minutes ago. Oh, so, sure. Uh, she, everything we've talked about the quarterbacks tonight, she thinks is right on. So, so that's good. She's <laughs> what does that get us? That. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, it's, it's, it's very happy what we said about Stafford, okay, the other quarterbacks, and how good he is, and the other oh, guy. Sure. No, no, he's, uh, she said really good. I, th- I think maybe we'll be on her podcast. It might happen. It's all you. <laughs> be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.